I've been very, very fortunate, really, really fortunate. And um, yeah, look, there are some things I still cringe about, but then there are other things that I just go, oh, say lovey. You know, of all, of all the comebacks, I was really hoping they'd bring Bouncer back as a ghost. <laughs> yeah, you can't keep a good lap oh, down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ken, you can, do you want to take my question? Oh, well, um, yes, you work with, with many greats. Uh, here's the list. Val Lehman, Sheila Florence, Elspeth Ballantyne, Judith McGrath, Amanda Muggleton, Maggie Kirkpatrick, and many others. Do you have anyone you particularly enjoyed or looked forward to doing scenes with most? Oh, look, you'd have to say, I, I would have to say um, Maggie, Val, and Sheila, because you're going to get depth. There was always something. Oh, and of course, Carol Skinner, you know, there was, um, you know, you were going to get something meaty to perform with, with with those, and also, you know, they are class acts. So that's pretty much that. Fantastic. I'm, I'm just being mindful of everyone's time. Shall we move to the fan questions, Ken? Yeah, why not? I'm moving to the fan questions. Jump right to the now. fan questions or move to <laughs> Here's the first one. This is from Jan Robertson, Inverness, Scotland, UK, who also happens to be a lady that we produces us. Oh, yes, I've spoken to Jan. Hello, Jan. Yeah, we've got a producer. How cool are we? <laughs> You've hit the big time. <laughs> Would you ever consider returning to acting? And if you did... Is there a show that you would like to be in? Well, you've said no, you wouldn't, but if you did. I was just about to say orange is the new black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just jesting. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I, uh, I, yeah, no. No, I... Look, you, you say never say never because I said I'd never do this, but here, hello, here I am. Um, no, I, I enjoy watching uh, drama. I, I just, no, no I, I can't, I can't, I can't say no. Next one is a comment, not a question, from Andrew Maxwell. He said, I so remember when Lisa left Sons and Daughters, she worked in a clothes shop in Sydney called Rags to Rip. <laughs> was always a treat to sneak past after school and see her in there. What's Rags I to Rip? Was it fun? Oh, look, I don't remember to Rip, but there was a shop called rags and it was in chatswood and um yes like every well like so many um actors before and after me you do what you can to earn a buck and um i got this job working in a dress shop in uh chatswood which is uh in sydney and um 
yeah, that's just one of the many jobs. I didn't notice anyone gawking, but you must have gawked quite quietly. Um, just the schoolboys. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, just, um, yeah, that was one of the jobs. Yeah. This is a comment from Stevie Wooten. Um, the questions I would have asked have been asked, but just want to say that she's one of my favourite prisoner actresses and characters. Her friendship with Lizzie was great to watch, as was her friendship with Judy. <clears throat> That's from Stevie. Yeah, thanks, Stevie. Um, yeah, they were uh, they were they were great people to work with. So thank you. Um, Jay Shaw said, awesome news. Really looking forward to watching this. Hi, Lisa. You had a great on-screen relationship with Sheila Florence and Alan David Lee, amongst others. We've already spoken about what they would like to work with. But he also mentioned Nancy running on Shortland Street. There are a lot of questions I would like to ask. Um, Jay from England. But, yes, working with Nancy. I think we spoke about that last week. Yeah, yeah, we did. And... Um... Yeah, she's uh, she passed away a couple of years ago now, but uh, she was just gorgeous, just just yeah. gorgeous. Uh, one from David J or Dave J Sid um, in the UK. Hi from the UK. Loved Mad Maxine. Who was the best kisser? Well, we've I think we've. Yeah, we did, because I remembered that question. I thought, you're not, nah, nah, you're not getting anything out of me. <laughs> <laughs> My lips are sealed. My lips are sealed. Eugene D. George from America. He's actually in Delaware. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Delaware. There are several scenes in prison that I regard as some of the most dramatic, and you were in one of them, the scene of you in the phone booth asking your mother if you could come home and her refusal is one of the best scenes. Good job, Lisa. Thank you for doing the interview. Thank you for that. Yeah, look, um, uh, my youngest son saw that oh, for the first time, oh, would be a couple of years ago now, and it uh, choked him up. And um, he's a tough crowd to, uh, you know, to impress. So. Um, look, I always, I remember doing that scene and I liked, you know, I, th I think the writers wrote Maxie some, some, some great things, you know, mm -hmm. some, some great scenes and some great stories. Um, I always had a problem with trying to cry and I think I was, I was pretty rubbish at that. But um, that that scene was, yeah, I I remember, yeah, was just a a very 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 sad scene for Maxie. Um, you know, you're dead to me. I only have one daughter now. Um, yeah, that was pretty sad. It was uh, one from Andrew Hill who says, and, and there's part of his question that we've already answered, but he says, wow, I never thought I would see this interview happen. <laughs> uh, I love Lisa in Shortland Street as Carrie Burton. She was almost like a nurse version of Vera Bennett. 
<laughs> Daniel Cormack, who went on to play B. Smith in Wentworth, also starred in that first year of Shortland Street. Did you ever talk to her about Prisoner? Um, no, I think we touched on, um, spoke about Danny last week. Uh, I don't recall um, talking about Prisoner with with Danny. I mean, to be honest, I thought Wentworth or I think Wentworth is just out of this world fantastic. And um, Daniel, Danielle playing B, oh, my God, she's just brilliant. For me, Wentworth was too dark. I had to stop watching it. Yeah, it was, uh, I, watched, I watched the first season, uh, maybe did I start the second? And I just went, I can't, it was too raw. You know, it was so, it's it's brilliant. Yeah. The, the, everything about it. Pamela Rabe, unbelievably nightmarish for me. Like the freak was, the freak by Maggie was. Like an angel. <laughs> well. Yeah, but I mean, when you look at the the years in between, Definitely. back then the freak was just as terrifying then as Pamela Rabe is now. Um, those actresses on 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 that on Wentworth uh, are just I take my hat off, and that's and that's probably why um, I probably wouldn't dip my toe in the water again. The, the 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 class of acting is just brilliant and um you know when i think danny was on on shortland street there's a my another one of my guilty pleasures is virgin river on netflix which stars martin henderson who was on shortland street um there's a really great actor called martin Chokash, who was in Shortland Street, who is an international actor working on, um, he always plays a villain, usually plays a villain. Um, they're doing great things. They're just kicking goals left, right and centre. Um, but, yeah, no, I had to stop Wentworth. It was I'm probably at a stage in my life where I really don't need that <laughs> level of darkness in my no, but I mean my, my partner and I watched it and sometimes we just turn around and look and go did did that did that just happen it was like it, it was, was frightening full on yeah. yeah a little bit too real for me yeah yeah it was but sensational but sen and deserves every success definitely um we're up to me Paula Contity, uh, I would love to know how she mastered the accents in various soaps <laughs> and roles. In one show, Lisa sounds super posh and fancy. And then fast forward to Mad Maxie Daniels' days, and she talks like a bikey. I just love her, and I'm so glad you're interviewing her. Remember her well from the restless years. Well, thank you. Um, I look. I think uh, I think we might have mentioned this last week was with the allocution and speaking speaking proper, um, you know that that wasn't hard. Maxie's probably a bit over the top, 
probably I mean I don't I've never met a real bikey so I don't even know what they sound like you know like a, a lot of bikies have got PhDs you know they so I've probably done them a huge disservice over the years but um, um but yeah it's makeup it's make-believe yeah. so that's what it was Mark Lambert says, hi, Lisa, were you happy with Lee's change of character about halfway through your run? Or would you have preferred her to team up with Alison if you stayed longer, like you did with Patricia when you first came into the show? Um, look, Sons and Daughters, Restless Years, all of those shows, it's it's what do they say? It's a journey um, in terms of character and you don't get a say. And I didn't worry me um, that I can recall. Um, perhaps there was the little diva inside of me that went, oh, my character would never do that. Um, but at the same time, look, Lee ended up drowning but she swam from Sydney to Melbourne she you know like she stole Beryl's baby there were so many different hilarious things um no it had run its course for me so no and and and, and again you know it's it's all just part of part of a patchwork in your career of different things and um you know, when I think about some of the stuff that, that I did, and especially when um, I threw myself in front of the garbage truck on the, I mean, that's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah, so no, no, no. It was all just part of the part of the career. Part of the course. Um, just a comment from Michael Shoesmith. OMG, oh my God, never thought it would ever, in big capital letters, happen. Thank you, boys. You know, and I will say this, you're like, you have been under the radar for so long. I mean, there's fans that put up pictures of people. That's that's Lisa. That's that's her. That's her now. And, and it's not. I mean, well, we've seen you now. Um, but it, it is quite funny. You're like a big mystery. <laughs> oh, look, a woman of mystery. Always wanted to be a woman of mystery. Um, look, I'd have to say, um, I was thinking about this, that... Uh, yes, I do. I, I, I like my life. I like my life being normal. Um, and I'm no different or special than anyone else just because I've been on TV. But I would have to say thank you um, for this opportunity. Um, and I'd like to thank everybody out there that um, have responded because I, I do a secret a secret stalk every now and again to see what you're all what y'all are saying about me <laughs> um but um it's given me an opportunity to reminisce and open up the locked box of memories that I didn't think I really had anything um much to remember so it's been for me it's been an opportunity because no one in my family want to hear me talk like, they don't want to hear me talk about any of this stuff. Um, so it's been, I've really uh, been very grateful for the opportunity to talk about stuff that nobody else gives a monkeys about. 
So thank you for the opportunity and that people are still out there watching and liking and loving and arguing about whether this should have happened and that should have been fantastic. Thank you. Because, you know, like that's what the entertainment industry is all about. It's about um, entertaining and making you talk, making you think, making you love, making you hate. Um, so, yeah, no, it's been, it's been really good. And, no, I never thought I'd be doing this either, but I'm really glad that I did. So thanks, boys. Uh, so are we. And, I, and I'm going to sneak. I mean, we've got a few more questions to go, but uh, just a fan comment from me is that you know your character was fantastic and you are brilliant as an actress and you played the part so well like you you made uh you made fans like fall in love with your character and you just you you really rooted for for max you wanted the best for her you wanted her just to find some nice guy to take her away. that's all she wanted really at the end of the day was to be uh well, she wanted his love. love yeah and uh so yeah i thank you thank you from myself <laughs> Ken. This is um, this has been rather cathartic therapy for you, Lisa, and Matt and I will be sending you a bill a little later. Only <laughs> hundred dollars an hour, no stress. <laughs> this is from my Billman. You can sign up. You can sign up a fan card. <laughs> Michael Spillman says, can't wait. One of my favourite prisoner characters, brilliantly played by Lisa, a great actress. Horrible how they wrote the character out. Here's to you, Lisa, from Michael, from Yorkshire, and proud of it. Proud of it. I saw your comment, Michael, from Yorkshire, and proud of it. A proud Yorkshire man. Thank you very, very much. Nice to meet you. Um, Max. This is awesome. Loved Maxie. She was so funny. You could be laughing one second, then you could be crying. The next superb acting from Lisa. What was your favourite storyline with Maxine? Uh, I think we touched on that. That was the Michelle um, child abuse thing. Um, I think that was what I recalled. But, I mean, there were so many others that uh, that I... I but that one stood out for me. But uh, I, I thought he was going to say, you know, you made us laugh and you made us cry, and that was just the bad acting. So <laughs> <laughs> I should have left out the superb, shouldn't I? No. <laughs> this is from Mark Okerbees. I am over the moon to read this. I think questions have already been asked, so I will say thank you so much for my introduction to Prisoner the cast of 8283. Yeah, and I mean, we were inundated with a lot of questions for you. I mean, there was over 200 comments on the, the announcement. So, um, yeah. I, I left a dramatic pause there, I have, uh, which oh. I didn't seem to leave. That's why you're great behind the camera, Ken. <laughs> Absolutely. Was my favourite era and being a POM, I didn't see it till 1993-ish and from then on, a following was born. Thank you. Bless. Thank you. Sorry, Ken. Is that it, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's still part of the pause, oh. you know? You know, I'm just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Next one is Cole Taylor. Hi, Lisa. Big fan of your work in Sons and Daughters. Your character schemed 
with both Pat the Rats, Rowena Wallace and Belinda Giblin. You had some great scenes with those two and also Lyndall Rowe who played Karen Fox. What are your memories of working with those? And I mean, we really, we touched on Sons for a little bit. So, I mean. Um, I was with Rowena. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but um, I was, oh, again, blown away to, to get the opportunity to film a few scenes with her. Yeah. Um, and she was pretty tired, I think, by the time she was coming to the, you know, like, you know, when you, you know, when you're finishing a show, it's like when you, you know when you're about to go on a holiday in, in a normal job, you know, you, you, you kind of just, you make yourself get to the end. Yeah. So, that, you know, but you know it's going to be huge. And I think for Rowena, she knew there'd been so much written about it. Um, so on her, I worked with her on her last day and she was given flowers and whatnot. And... Um, we were sharing a dressing room and she just said to me, and she was very gracious. She, again, kind, and she didn't have to be. Um, and she gave me one of the bouquets of flowers that were given to oh, wow. her. And she said, um, I think you should have this and welcome. Um, and I hope you enjoy your stay. And I thought that that was gracious, very gracious and lovely. And that stayed with me. Um, and they're the memories that you, you keep of yeah. your um, your your icons or your 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 the, the people that you have on pedestals. It's you know, um, and I thought that was that was really really lovely. She was patient. Um, I think you know she 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 was done. So and she knew she was you know she was leaving. So. Um, so that was, you know, good. And Belinda Giblin, class act, just lovely. Her and Sarah Kemp, um, you know, another great combination. Um, and Lyndall Rowe, again, you know, like I think she was from maybe from South Australia. I'm not sure, but I hadn't worked with Lyndall before and I didn't really know her, but all, all of the, uh, Cornelia Francis, yes. you know, let's look, Cornelia Francis, Pat oh. McDonald, you know, like just again, and Willie Fennell. Um, Brian Blaine, were you there when Brian was on? Yeah, I think I was. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there were like just, Fabulous, fabulous. Yep. Uh, Annie Jones, she came in because um, Carol Skinner played um, a housekeeper for um, Rod, Rod, Beryl's love interest. And Annie Jones was his daughter. And Annie was gorgeous. She's just lovely. And um, back on Neighbours as well. Everyone's back on Neighbours. Yeah. Well. Yes. She, she, and then... I remember Annie wrote an article that ended up helping me um, quite a few years ago now. Annie I, um, nursed her her parents through uh, dementia and Alzheimer's and she wrote about it. And I ended up doing the same with my mum. So, you know, she went before me in terms of, of, of taking on that role as a daughter. And so, you know, Again, uh, uh, the casts were brilliant. Yeah. The casts were brilliant. So, yeah. 
and Rowena. Who's I talk a lot, don't I? I really talk a lot. I'm oh, so we, sorry. Come on, any time. We love having you on. It's <laughs> like I'm having a chat. Yeah. It's good. But um, Rowena Wallace is also coming on soon as well. So be oh, great. great really great. Yeah. We'll, um, give her a, we'll give her a bouquet from you. <laughs> no, you'll send me the bill for it. <laughs> ever, ever since Ken's got on a fan cut, he's all about the money now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five bucks. Five bucks. Five bucks. Andy <laughs> Dolman says, um, fantastic to hear from Lisa. Maxine was such a good character and her untimely death is still sad to watch all these years later. Um, we did cover the yes. question about Spud and Lisa, but also he says, I also, I really loved the scenes Lisa did with the Dempster family as the babysitter with Michelle. Uncovering the child abuse was a really powerful storyline. Yes, thank you. That was the, that was, it was that comment. Um, for who, what was the name of that person that sent that through? That was Andy Dolman. Andy, that was, I remember we spoke, Andy got a bit of a run last week, didn't he? Because I think we we talked yes. about Andy, um, Andy's question. Um, yeah, no, Andy. Blood settling down together. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, no, thank you, Andy. That prompted me to have a bit of a think. And yeah, I agree. It was a, it was a good storyline. Yeah. And we also covered really the next one from Andrew Birch asking about riding a motorbike, but he also said he loved how well you portrayed your character with your range of emotions, especially when Maxie's dad passed away. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that just recently because Jan, your, your famous producer that lives over in England, she suggested I have a bit of a look just to jog my memory. And I, I remember seeing... The scene where Maxie's just sitting in the dark and, you know, doing all of that, overacting. And, uh, yes, yes. So because I saw a scene where her dad paid her bail or something and he said, I didn't do it for you, I did it for your mother and I've got nothing to say to you or something. And that was pretty tough. Yeah. Pretty tough. Poor old Maxie. Ken, um, you can have the next two, Ken, because they're really about both uh, the same thing. Uh, well, um, Desley Madge says, Lisa had a great chemistry with Judy Bryant, Bryant's character on screen. Was there an endearing friendship after your role finished with Betty Bobbitt? And also, just harking back to an earlier question, did you ever go to Betty Bobbitt's place for dinner? Right. So, no, not that I can recall, but I had lunch with Betty a couple of years ago. Um, um, and it was fantastic. It was just lovely to see her again. Um, she's she was very good friends with a, a good friend of mine, um, and we we got together at her place. And yeah, I think there was a little bit of champagne drunk. That <laughs> I was only being polite, only being polite. I had to didn't want to say no because I didn't want to be rude. Um, uh, 
Betty, gorgeous, gorgeous human, just a gorgeous human. She, she, um, oh, funny and dry wit, um, very insightful, um, could smell BS a mile away. Um, I didn't know, again, you know, all these people were older than me and had lives of their own that were far more complex, raising children and, you know, doing all of that than, than what I was doing. So, no, I don't recall going to her place for dinner during Prisoner. I used to go to Val's for dinner. Um, Val was a very generous host um, and uh, she'd have people over and I was often invited. Um, wow. Which, which was which was lovely. So and expected nothing in return. No, it was just friendship. Just yeah. she put on wine. She put on a great meal. Just very generous. Last one. We are on the home stretch. <laughs> you want it, Ken? Oh, oh, yes. Okay, I'll take it. This is from M. Fripp, who is a very good artist, actually, over in the UK. Yes, Maxine was such a favourite of mine. She was such a tragic figure. That balance of rebellion and vulnerability so perfectly played. I'd love to know how it was working with Betty. Well, we've just yep. covered that. Honestly, Maxine had such great rapport with so many characters. I really cannot wait for this. I became a Stones fan because of Maxine. <laughs> Does that, is that Stones as in rolling or as in green ginger wine? <laughs> I've got a funny feeling that the latter is not what he's referring to. Um, Funnily enough, you talk about the Stones. We had a director, uh, a director who's since passed, uh, Kendall Flanagan. Do you remember Kendall, Ken? Yes, I do. Everyone's into that Kendall here. He says very quietly. Yes. So Kendall Flanagan uh, was a director and he fancied himself as Mick Jagger. Seriously, he used to strut around doing. If you start me up, I remember. Oh, look, honestly, <laughs> he also he also fancied himself as a bit of a ladies' man. Or um, yeah. Anyway, less said about that, the better. But anyway, um, yeah, he was totally into the Stones, and I was your. Judy Garland, Eliza Minnelli. I remember having dinner over at his place one night and he's, he's strutting around doing whatever Mick Jagger does. And I was going, and this is another reason why it was great that there was no social media back then. Because, you know, like it just would have, it, it just would have gone off. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, that was just a sidebar, but yeah, so, uh, uh, the Stones, yeah, that were obviously a rock band for Maxie, but not for Lisa. <laughs> One more your Eagles. Eagles. One more your Eagles, Jackson Brown, you know. 
Anywho, so did that was that a question? Did I answer it? Did yeah, I... it was more of a comment too because we covered uh, we covered a lot of uh, stoned. Uh, oh, sorry, stones. <laughs> You're not getting stoned, are you? <laughs> no, no, not me. No. Jackson Brown, actually, I, I love Jackson Brown. I mean, I was just listening to um, what's that big song of his, Stepping Out? Was it Stepping Out? No. Oh, hang on. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of someone else. You're thinking of um, Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Too many Jacksons. Seriously, Ken, what are you going to do to this young guy? Hey? I can think of five Jacksons. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Jackson Four. <laughs> Excellent. No, that's it. Um, we can, yeah. I'm going to ask <laughs> me. You're going to stop the clock. <laughs> what? Aren't you going to ask me if I've got any other comments? That's what I'm about to do. Before I wrap up, is there anything you'd like to add, Ken? I, I'm so tempted to say no, but I do, I do have two things. I want to pause for a minute. This is one. Um, when you were talking, Lisa, about um, the the idea of, of um, having some months between a role uh, and, and waiting for that to disappear, the, the problem later became modern technology, the DVDs. So now everybody has a collection of, of all of Prisoner so they can quickly go back. I'll get my person to talk to your person as well. Um, Sorry about that. So they can, they can quickly go, go back and say, no, you didn't have a twin sister back then you only had you were an only child blah 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 so now it's very easy to double check whereas back in those days you forgot simply you know was she uh, didn't she appear in three or four months ago as some other but you can't really definitively yes. nail it but mm. now you can of course because it's so so easy and and the other thing about the older actresses appearing in a new series and, and uh, Matt mentioned the, the Golden Girls I, I think a series for, for elderly ladies might be based on one flew over the cuckoo's nest <laughs> yeah but who, who played Jack Nicholson's part <laughs> Probably Sheila, if she was still around. <laughs> oh yes, Great indeed. No, um, it's been um, it's been an absolute. In all, I know we've had a bit of a laugh, but in all seriousness, it's been an absolute honour to have you come on and um, talk with us, and also for the fans. It's you know been amazing to learn about you because there's nothing online about you. So now we know. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, this is, oh, by the way, this is Kia, my rescue. Um, she rescued me and I rescued her. So, um, and she's been very patient, like your dog, Ken, for the last two and a half hours, just been <laughs> by my feet. Now. 
Yeah, one thing I've noticed yeah. about all the prisoner cast and crew, they're all animal people. <laughs> all got dogs yeah, well, and cats, yeah. They're, they're good people to have around, dogs. Yeah. Um, look, thank you both. As I said earlier, um, it's been a real pleasure doing it and we've I've, I've enjoyed it. Um, you know, I had a few giggles along the way and... Um, yeah, thank you very, very much. And I wish you both all the very best with the rest of the, the podcast and, and all the other ventures that you've both got going on with your side hustles here and your side hustles there. Um, oh, and and that fan card, I swear, they're going to go like hot cakes, Ken. Those, that fan card with you up there, it's a sellout already. I can predict it. Don't spend it all at once is what I would say to you. <laughs> okay. Thanks, that was everyone. Episode 48, part two of Talking Prisoner. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talking Prisoner, and all our social media platforms, including Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the rest of them. And also please subscribe to, or wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and also the talkingprisoner.com website.